This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 3, Episode 5, Two Birds, One Stone. Let's start it off with some announcements. Uh, As mentioned last week, we are going to have a live stream event to celebrate us getting 100 likes on our Facebook page. Uh, we love you guys so much. We want, uh, to entertain you live. Uh, we are going to be using Twitch to stream us playing Roll20.net. Uh, so for those of you who, uh, want to make sure you don't miss this event, you can actually subscribe to our Twitch account right now. Uh, it is... Essential NPCs. So if you want to find us, it's www.twitch.tv backslash essential NPCs. Yep. Uh, so just go there, subscribe, or just go there on the date, which is Wednesday the 16th. Uh, we're going to do everything in our power to go live at 7 p.m. Central on that Wednesday. And as per your votes uh, on the poll we put up on our Facebook, we are going to be playing End of the World Zombie Apocalypse, which is a fantasy flight RPG um, where... All of the players are actually playing themselves in a zombie apocalypse scenario. Uh, So we did some digging around and we got our cast together. Uh, So we are going to have Dan, who you guys know as Steve and Bumbles. And then we're going to have Covert back, who is Bankard and Boomer. Um, And I know you guys have been going through withdrawal because he's not in series three. (laughs) Um, And then it will be Tommy. Yay. Who hopefully you guys know by now. And I will be running the game. Uh, Yeah. So it's a three man party going into this one. Uh, We're going to try our best not to die brutally at the hands of zombies. What? That's not happening. (laughs) What? What? Um, So. That's the date. That's the cast. Wednesday the 16th, 7 p.m. Central. Dan, Tommy, and Covert try to survive Addie's zombie apocalypse world. Uh, We'll see how it goes. Um, And after we're done dying brutally at the hands of zombies, or not maybe, um, we are going to have a QA and a session with anyone who's watching at that time. Uh, You can... Have a little uh, back and forth with us in real time as it is a live stream. Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> zombie live stream. Uh, we're really looking forward to this event, guys. We hope a bunch of you uh, can join us and we can you know, actually have like a back and forth with you one-on-one in real time. It's going to be really exciting. And if it goes well, there might be more live streams in the future. Yeah. I think that's it for announcements, though. Right? I really like you guys. You guys are great. Announcement. <laughs> so let's move on in <laughs> to words with the GM. Hi. Hi, GM. Hi. This is words with the GM about, <laughs> about series three, episode four, decontamination, uh, which was an interesting episode in that, uh, for one thing, the party was just totally split. 
uh, as Tudge and Steve were totally trapped in uh, in the airlock, um, and very entertaining too. You guys helped with that. <laughs> Making it entertaining? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, it presented such challenges as um, us trying to escape a stealth fighter um, without Tudge in the engine room. <laughs> yep, that was not on purpose. <laughs> so then, uh, you know, Dorvin had to push up his sleeves and do some work in the engine room with good old Private Cellini and Sabaftalora Goxon. <laughs> that is a hard name to say. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. As soon as you gave it to us in, like, what, episode one, episode two, I had to uh, write it down and, like, practice saying it so that I could hopefully refer. And I was like, I took the time to learn how to say this name. <laughs> I'm going to, anytime I can, call upon this private to do something. Private Sabaftalora Goxon, come with me. <laughs> That's a weird name, though. What's, what's up? Uh... Well, um, he's a Lorelaren, which is, um, uh, that is a very common last name for them. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I linguistically decided to differentiate each species and subculture with its own linguistic quirks and um, putting... Uh, nonsensical as far as like Latin-based languages go is pretty much like the hallmark of of that species. Yeah, I can notice there's a bit of that uh, with all the different alien races you you made for this world. Uh, it's really an interesting uh, opportunity for the podcast, given that uh, the first two series uh, existed in worlds that were uh, ready-made. Yeah, uh, pre pre-existing, like uh, you know. Faerun for Dungeons and Dragons and United Canadian American States for Shadowrun. Um, whereas Uncharted Worlds, because the in-game sessions, the GM has less agency than any other system. Uh, a lot of what goes on is dependent on what the players narrate themselves with their dice rolls. Uh, a lot of work that the GM does is in world building, is uh, coming up with the concept of the world that the characters are are working in. So that way when a character's like, oh, I see a thing that's like, what, is this a thing in this world? And you can immediately be like, yes or no. Or, you know, it's the one thing that the, that the GM really has a lot of agency in is like is determining the rules of the world that they exist in. Um, and your setting is really well flushed out. Uh, yeah. And one of the ways that I did it, like I mentioned before, is through like linguistics. Right. So making these different alien races like feel like their own culture. Yes. Um, so for example, the Tenreki, um, all of them have like A's and I's and K's to make it sound spiky. Um, <laughs> you know, kind of like hard consonants. And not to get into too much of the nitty gritty, but another thing I did with language is like with the Karmani, they have naming conventions. Their names mean something. So like, you know, like Amanti Non means like first daughter. Mm. Well, actually it means daughter first, but um, it means like uh, it's their family place because their family hierarchy and their matriarchal society is is very much based on you know, birth order. And, um, I wanted to, to have naming conventions that really reflected that. So there's a lot you can do, um, that's just subconscious to your players, 
but makes your world feel more fleshed out. And and if you want to add more like veracity to your cultures, uh, making linguistic conventions is like the easiest way to make something feel like a part yeah, of something. E- even just like having one type of culture have a different turn of phrase than another. Mm-hmm. It's always a good like jumping off point for like really fleshing out like the aesthetic of your world to make it feel like a right. living, thriving world. Yeah. Like if you walked up to somewhere and it was like, hello and welcome versus something that said, greetings and salutations. Right. <laughs> All of a sudden that second group is like way different than that first group. Yep. It's a great, easy, small change that you can make that has like, that can go for miles. Nice. Um, well, there's some there's some GM insight for you. But what about episode four? What was your favorite part of that as a GM? My favorite part was space. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I I think that might be one of the broadest <laughs> answers you could have given. Um, it really isn't a space opera until um, space itself becomes the bad guy. (laughs) Um, And that's what happened in this episode. Um, You guys were fighting against the elements rather than, you know, other people or, you know, some nefarious external forces or, or internal conflicts. It was literally just space is dangerous and we have to deal with this. Right, right. Um, so that's it's all fun favorite. and games until someone gets sucked out of an airlock. It isn't real, you know, it isn't a real space adventure until someone's thrown out the airlock. It's yep. very true. <laughs> what about you? What was your favorite part? Y'all should kiss. <laughs> uh, honestly, like I said before, the, the party got kind of split up here, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it really just gave an opportunity for uh, Steve and Tudge to just like, have a little bit more spotlight showing how quirky their like friendship relationship slash professional dynamic goes. It's just, (laughs) they're just such colorful characters. This whole cast is just a bunch of colorful characters. And, and, uh, uh, I think Doravin and, uh, Hasha took just like a little bit of a backseat during this episode and just really like a lot of like hilarious drama with, uh, Steven Tudge that, that like last like few minutes was just like a lot just, Hilarious. I remember like stifling a laugh like really hard. <laughs> uh, but I think we've taken up uh, enough time. Um, but uh, before we move on into the next episode, uh, I do need to take a moment to uh, let you, the listener, know uh, what the character advancement triggers are for this episode. Um, all of the characters playing will gain experience uh, when. A conspiracy is uncovered, a subject is thoroughly analyzed, a vital lesson is imparted, or when an unlikely hero is exalted. Uh, So those are the four triggers for this episode. Uh, Keep an ear out for them because we'll probably pause play and all celebrate as we get to mark experience on our uh, character sheet and get that much closer to leveling up. And with that, let's move on forward. And listen to Series 3, Episode 5, Two Birds, One Stone. Enjoy! I am Captain Andalith Doravin. Approximately ten years ago, I was given command of the GBC patrol clipper, designation Pixis. My father, who happens to be the Nyloth High Counselor, was less than pleased at my decision to stray away from the political legacy I was born into. I willingly left the burdens of fundraisers and backroom dealings to my sister, and enlisted as soon as I was of age. 
I believe in a ship with clearly defined rules and protocols. Galactic Battle Command's standardized procedures exist for a reason and therefore should be respected and observed. However, a good captain selects a crew that can compensate for his own shortcomings. As such, I have handpicked an unlikely bunch of officers to serve by my side. They may require official reprimands on a regular basis, but I would lay down my life for them in an instant, should the situation arise. Though, as a Nyloth, I naturally view any situation that devolves into violence as a failure of some degree, so let's hope it never comes to that. Hi, Lieutenant Nashikali Hasha reporting, pilot of the GBC Pixis. I was raised aboard the orbital station Hephaestus, descended from the comms officer on the Technoka 2. The military definitely wasn't my first career choice. It wasn't really a choice at all. See, I'm pretty susceptible to suggestions, so when an old station friend of mine called up with a job offer, I didn't think to ask too many questions. Turns out, stealing a jump code and trying to make an unapproved jump is very, very illegal. Lucky for me, the officer that caught me offered me a decision. Prison or go to the academy. Me. Captain Dorvin saw my flight record and scooped me up just after graduation, and I've been flying this bird ever since. Name's Master Chief Steve Armstrong. Growing up on Titan, you learn real quick that it's a shiv or be shivved world there. Only way to survive is be faster than the other guy. Them's the kind of skills that got me picked up by the Seoul military. Train me to travel the stars, meet important people, and kill them. Did that for quite a while, until I had the opportunity to transfer to Galactic Battle Command. Took the chance to get out of the life of violence and make a new start for myself. Serving aboard the GBC Pixis may not be as exciting as being a black ops assassin, but it pays the bills and is a hell of a lot safer. Most of the time. Instead of trying to kill everyone I meet, my official duties now include making sure all the marines are ready for a fight, onboard security, and keeping track of all the liquor consumed in the ship's lounge. Captain even entrusted me with his knockout toxin should he ever fall into a murderous Nyloth battle rage. Unofficially, don't ask me what I do on this ship. Uh, my name is Major Araman Touch, head engineer for the GBC Pixis. I left Maba on my for a homeworld on a mining ship when I was just a pup, with dreams of romance and discovery among the stars. What I mostly got was seven years of indentured servitude in the engine room, but then I escaped to join Galactic Battle Command, whose academy taught me real astronautic engineering with the occasional foray into doomed romance. After graduation, I served on a dreadnought until my old academy buddy, Andalith Dorovan, became captain of his own ship and asked me to engineer for him. The idea of soaring through the sector with a friend by my side, meeting new people and doing some good? It just makes my big dillo heart flutter. And who knows, maybe somewhere out there in the cold vacuum of space, there's a burning star of love for Araman Tudge. The crew of the Pixis previously dropped off their science team on the Kosalungoa homeworld and set off on their regular patrol, um, during which they... Uh, identified the source or seeming source of disappearing ships in the sector. Um, it led them to a derelict space station uh, or seemingly derelict space station, uh, which was actually occupied by uh, soul system forces. They were able to extract quite a 
de- uh, large amount of information from their computers before hobbling the station altogether, um, reported their findings, and soon them fa- uh, found themselves under pursuit of an unknown enemy. They called for aid after being stranded uh, at the end of their pursuit without fuel um, and uh, were eventually rescued by the GBC dreadnought, the Lofton. Uh, They have been brought onto the ship and are now in the main large ship uh, hangar. What do you do? Is there anyone there to retrieve us? Yes. There are a few marines and then the crew of the uh, hangar deck. All right, I'll go wherever they they lead us. I have uh, uh, Lieutenant Hasha and Major Tudge with me. Uh, Hang on, Iota, are you online? Yes, Major Tudge. Can you download me a backup of all that information that we got from uh, the drachma? Yes, what destination folder would you prefer? Actually, uh, if I could get an external drive, please. Uh, I, I plug in an external drive. <laughs> Downloading commencing. Download complete. All right. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. I put it in my pouch. Not sure. my tavern pouch, my marsupial pouch. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The, the um, Marines uh, greet you and escort you. They lead you into what looks like um, a ready room. Um, there's a lot of chairs around a table. It's not, uh, anything remarkable. Uh, those of you who have served on a dreadnought before know, uh, that this is a room, basically a debriefing room. Um, and on one side of the debriefing room is in fact, a hallway to the brig. And, uh, the other is the one, the way you came in. What do you do? Is there anyone in there? Uh, not at this moment. What are we doing here, Captain? Uh, we're going to report to Commander Frost. And if they decide to take us to the brig? That won't happen. Well, how, how, how do we know that, that we can trust them? Because Commander Smith, he, he seemed pretty keen that all of our findings were wrong. Commander Smith may be compromised, but that doesn't mean that every commander above us is. Oh, okay. That's okay. fair enough. Sure. Guess we'll wait and find out. And we sit. You sit for a long time. Longer than seems necessary? Yes. Does anyone have a line into, uh, into the ship, Iota? There is no response from Iota. Uh, That's pretty ominous, Captain. Usually Cap- the old bird speaks up pretty quickly. Yeah, Captain, what's going on? Do these ready rooms have any sort of uh, jamming equipment that I'm aware of, having served on a ship like this before? Um, yeah, they can. Uh... Mr. Tudge, perhaps you could go to the control panel on the wall there and see if uh, if we're currently being jammed. Okay. I don't want to tamper with anything. You are not so much tampering as far as assessing. Okay. Can I assess? <laughs> yes, roll assess. Uh, and that's interface. Ten. Uh, you successfully assess. You gain a data point on the security systems. Um, of the uh, Lofton. So does everyone else. That may come in handy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you discover, uh, you successfully discover what you are looking for, whatever that is. Uh, okay, so um, what security protocols are in place on this room in particular, and, uh, and is there any connection to uh, 
where our ship is being kept? Uh, according to the security protocols, the ship remains uh, where it was docked in the hangar bay. There are jammers on in this room. Uh, it doesn't look like they're actively trying to jam anything specific, just a general jammer protocol. Yeah, it's it's your uh, pretty standard uh, jamming situation. They obviously don't want communiques coming in or out of this room. Do you have a visual to the ship? Uh, yeah, I've got it. It's still in the hangar bay. Uh, any uh, any activity going on there? Uh, it's your success. So it looks like they're just milling around. Oh, uh, no. Okay. All right. They've got a search party going in the ship. So uh, let me go ahead and I reach, uh, reach past you and enter my um, officer's code to uh, gain access to the jammers. Boop, boop. Access denied. Boop, boop. Toad, how about you give that a little bit of a push? Uh... Aye, aye, Captain. Uh, all right, I'm going to try to push it. All right, <laughs> no, <now> roll, this, <laughs> roll access. This is, a, uh, this is a valid officer code. Thank you. Uh, that's a 10. Nice. <laughs> all right. Uh, credentials verified. Boop, boop. Access granted. Boop, right. boop. How about we turn off those jammers? Uh, yeah, that seems uh, reasonable. Uh, uh, jammers, let's let's turn those off in this ready room. Jammers disabled. Boop boop. Uh, oh, and can I look at the schedule for this ready room? Is there anything? Are there any uh, events or fun <laughs> uh, fun things planned for I don't know today or in a few minutes? This room is scheduled in perpetuity. Boop boop. Okay, is there like a designation on the schedule? Boop, boop. That is above officer designation. Uh, boop, boop. No good. Um, Iota, can you, uh, are you reading me? Yes, Captain. Uh, could you give me a sit rep on the ship, please? We've been boarded. Right. Uh, exactly what's going on there? They are searching the ship for unknown. Right. Could you get me... Uh, Major Manatep, please. Unavailable. All right. Chief Armstrong it is then. <laughs> Chief. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? How you doing? You doing good today? I'm doing good. How you doing? The ship has been boarded. Uh, of course. Hey, Doc. I have Captain Dorvin online. All right, yeah, yeah. Put him here, Doc. Yes. Um, I'm gonna need something to burn off these sedatives real quick, okay? Just, just give, um, give it to me. That is highly, highly not recommended at the moment. Yeah, no, I know, but um, I may have to do some work. You are very ill, ma- uh, no, Master Chief. My legs just all fucked up. Don't worry about it. It's okay. I'm going to need more information. Right. Uh, hold on, Dorvin. What's going on? I was hoping you, uh, you or the good doctor could uh, fill me in on that. Uh, apparently, uh, there are Marines aboard, perhaps just doing a, a standard sweep uh, to make sure everything's in order, but uh, given the information we found so far, I would like to make sure. All right, I'll go say hello. Um, doctor, if you could give him a mild stimulant so that he was at least more mobile and articulate. I can't say that this is... Um my favorite. You could wheel him into the hallway if you like. Yeah, that's good. Put me in a chair. 
You can. You're you can in monitor. a chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I am in a chair. Just get him slightly more conscious for me. You can monitor him. Uh, yes, all right. I suppose so. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, let's do this. You uh, you are still restrained to the chair. Yeah, Doc, can you uh, uh give me give, give me a hand here? Um, let's keep up the pretense for now, don't you think? All right, can you like like make it look like I'm restrained, but I'm not? Can you actually remain looking like you're d- restrained when you're not? Yeah, Doc. Like, listen, I'm on a lot of drugs right now. This is not the first time I've had to beat up a bunch of dudes on a lot of drugs. <laughs> I will not help you if you re-injure yourself. Duly noted. All right. Loosen them. Thank you very much. Uh, now, now, Chief, simply uh, assess the situation. Do not engage if at all possible. It could be nothing nefarious at all. Sure. Yeah, it could be. All right, I will, can you, Doc. Can you wheel me out to uh, take a look? See, uh, she wheels you around like the the top of the, you know, along the catwalks around the loading bay. What do I see? You can make an assessment roll. That's an eleven. What do you see? There's a handful of Marines poking around. They don't look particularly nefarious. Um, it is worth noting that all of them are human. Lovely. Do you see any specific markings that stand out to you? Nah, they all got GBC uniforms on. Pretty standard issue. All right. Um, return to the med bay for now uh, and try to monitor them using IOTA. Roger that. Hey, uh, IOTA, uh, let me, do you mind if I just like, take a look around in those systems? Just make, make sure nothing's, uh, you know, digging around in there. Yes, of course. Uh, all right. Uh, let me just see what's going on. That's a seven on interface. <laughs> okay. Um, you succeed with a small cost. All right. So uh, I'm able to get in there, look around in the systems a little bit. It does look like there is uh, a, a very, very well-concealed worm in, in the programming. Uh, and I am able to excise it. Uh, but as I'm doing so, uh, it calls home. Oh, the, not your home, but the worm's home. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and, uh, uh I, you know, I, I kind of shackle it up. It's, uh, a VI programmed to, uh, you know, do its thing, you know, digging around in systems. Uh, but I'm able to, you know, grab it, change its ownership. Unfortunately, after it, it calls whoever sent it in the first place. Hey, Captain, bad news. Yes? Uh, yeah, they're trying to dig around in the ship. All right. Um, stay where you are. Uh, see if you can subtly uh, alert the crew of the situation. See uh, who is available and who isn't. I was unable to reach Major Manatep. All right. I'll do what I can through Iota. Major Tudge. Uh, yes, Captain. Am I to assume that there's a small uh, detachment of Marines outside this... Uh, this room? Uh, uh, you have access to the cameras, yes? Oh, uh, yeah, let me check. Uh, no, I, I honestly think they're just keeping us here. Let's try the door, shall we? <laughs> and I try the door. The door is unlocked. 
can you give me a visual on the um on the CIC, the uh, Combat Information Center. This it's the it's the basically a dreadnoughts version of the, of the helm. Sure. Uh, can I do that? No. Okay. Uh, I can try. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dreadnought Lofton AI. What's your name? Poop poop. I don't understand. Poop poop. That's okay. Maybe you'll understand this. Can you let me in on the CIC? Boop, boop. No, that system is classified. Oh, that's okay. Boop, I boop. think I have some codes that might work. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a six. I will use my data point on security systems on the loft and to make that a seven. <laughs> okay. Um, boop, boop. Access granted. Notifying security. Okay. Well, you know... They had to find out sooner or later. We uh, were really waiting on an appointment here. <laughs> yeah, I've got a visual for you, Captain. Uh, what is it that's going on in there? Do I see uh, Commander Frost? Yes. Does Commander Frost seem to be doing anything? <laughs> yes, it looks like they are engaged uh, in some sort of warfare. There's a fight. Yes. Bitch. <laughs> All right, um, let's see what we can do about that. Uh, first off, we need to get out of here. Okay. How far away is the, the CIC? Uh, a couple of floors up. Oh, actually, probably about seven floors up. And uh, you are uh, in the rear of the ship, and it is in the front of the ship. All right, uh, but it's not too far to the hangar where our ship is currently located. No, that's two floors down and, like, directly below you. Uh, let's start heading that way towards the ship, uh, towards the Pixis. Uh, Chief Armstrong. Yeah, how's it going, Captain? Uh, what were you able to find out as far as our crew is concerned? Uh, so while they were all figuring that out, um, I would have had Iota, because I've got the camera feeds, uh, look, making sure that there aren't currently Marines in the rooms that I'm sending these messages to, having Iota warn crew members that were being boarded and to prepare for a fight, but not engage unless engaged. Right. So um, I don't know how many people I was able to notify in that time. What does the deployment of the Marines in the ship look like? Most of the Marines are in the hangar bay. Um, Iota, could you seal the hangar bay, trapping them inside? Uh, give me a minute to get in position here. Captain, this is frightfully off book for you. These men are not GBC. Oh, oh my. Do you see what's going on in the CIC? The, the commander is currently engaged in a firefight. Oh, does Commander Frost not know we're here? Should I... Commander Frost might know we're here, but she's been beset upon by these, uh, by this... Black Ops uh, segment of the military. Oh, you know, you know, I had not put that together. Tachi, <laughs> <laughs> why did you even come along on this mission with us? Why didn't you stay on the ship? If you're not going to pay attention. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you want me to call Commander Frost? <laughs> um, not at the moment. They don't know exactly what we're planning. I want to get to the ship first. Okay. Um, cause, uh, according to the video I saw, it's like, they're like, what, like behind like consoles shooting at each other? Sort of. Yeah. It's 
it's not as clear as all that. But right. I mean, like, yeah, it's a clusterfuck to mm-hmm. be sure. But it's 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 not as chaotic as you would think. You it looks like a few shots were popped off, and now it's sort of a stalemate. Yes, if we move quickly, we may be able to help Commander Frost. Uh, Iota, as soon as Chief Armstrong gives you the go-ahead, seal those Marines in the in the hangar bay. Uh, also, identify whichever ones of them are not trapped. If you can trap them in a segment of the ship, do so. Otherwise. Major Ar- or, uh, Chief Armstrong and whatever other personnel should be able to take them down. Doc, I could use a hand with this one. <laughs> How do you feel about being a distraction? Excuse me, what? <laughs> you know, distraction. Like, look over there, but really, I'm over there. Right. What are you trying to suggest? I was going to suggest you calmly and professionally greet these Marines who have boarded our ship lawfully so they... Look at you while I subdue them. And that's all? Yes. I suppose I could do that. Yes, I suppose. All right. Why not? I am going to need you to give me another shot of that stimulant. (laughs) I don't think a double dose is exactly safe. Probably not. And yet the fact remains, I am going to need you to give me another (laughs) shot of that stimulant. I will not. But I will give you a vial, uh, an injection, that you can self-administer when you feel sort of you're falling down. Oh, you know what might be helpful? I'd like to use my deduction on my visual of the command center and see what caused this situation, like what caused the combat to begin. Sure. Uh, You can go ahead and roll. No, I, no? I just, I just, can just get ask to know? and you tell me. All right. <laughs> uh, sure. It's a superpower I have. Great. You beautiful mind. <laughs> so it looks like uh, the there is one dead body in the middle of the floor in the CIC, and it looks like it is um, a uh, Carmani male, uh, and it looks like they were shot first and that's what precipitated the rest of the event oh my the shot by like a like a gun in the room mm-hmm. oh my but uh the nature of the conflict in the cic is it uh is it identifiable like oh this? yeah can i see who's on if like uh, if there are sides there are clear sides. right like it's like these people are clearly in the uniform uh to be this crew and then there's like the black ops people like clearly identifiable as well um and is that Karmani who was shot uh, in uniform to be part of the crew? Uh, the Karmani that was shot is 100% GBC personnel. Okay. Um, the uh, combatants look like um, one side is entirely, that you can see, is entirely dressed in GBC uh, attire and or, you know, some sort of non-human race. All the other side looks to be all human, and some of them are in um, GBC uniform, and others are not. Oh boy! Okay, uh, I, I I tell everybody that, and it's like, okay, yeah, let's get to the ship right now. <laughs> all right, uh, we we approach the ship. Um, whenever we're not going to jump into the ship until after uh, Armstrong and Iota have made their move. Sure. All right, so the doctors handed me this vial, told me, use it when I think I'm going to fall down. Uh, I start stealthily wheeling my way 
uh, <laughs> still in a wheelchair to ambush these suckers, and I, I tell the uh, so I'm wheeling my way towards that catwalk the doc wheeled me around before, and I tell the doc to go greet them from sort of the main entrance to the hangar bay on the lower level. You do that. All right. Uh, do they seem sufficiently distracted slash unnoticing of me? She is a beautiful lady, <laughs> but she's also Sif. So she's, she's you know, they give her enough attention because she's pretty. All right. I uh, jam the thing into my leg, and I will attempt to leap from my wheelchair and oh, sneak attack Did them. you feel like you were about to fall down? I am about to jump off a catwalk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, technically, yes. Okay, roll th- that. Metal as fuck. Yeah, so that's uh, low. Five. Five? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how would you like to fail? All right. So my plan is I'm going to jump off the catwalk, land on one dude, shoot the next guy, and then, like, tackle the other guy and use him as cover as I, you know, start making my way to take out the rest of them. And I land on the first guy just fine. He, I land on him successfully. <laughs> uh, but I am on a lot of drugs, and my one leg don't work so good no more. <laughs> And we just crumple into a heap. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Are we in the hangar of the Dreadnought? Yes. Okay, uh, well, what's outside the ship? Uh, not much. A couple of people uh, looking like they're at ready stations. Deduction. Who's most dangerous? Uh, I guess the guy sitting in the fighter ship. Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that not... Uh, Part of the normal crew, it seems. No, he's part of the normal crew. That's a human guy, yeah. It is a human guy. Uh, trust no one. Uh, okay, so there's a guy in a fighter. Uh, I think he might be uh, planning something. Uh, what goes on after uh, Steve <laughs> falls amongst all the Marines? The doctor runs forward and starts trying to apologize um, profusely to these people. Trying to cover it up. It seems to work for a little while. And then one of them starts to, um, like, swing at nothing, <laughs> it seems. Um, and then falls over. Uh, and then the doctor takes the uh, Steve's gun and shoots the other one. Uh, because it seems that Mabel dropped from the ceiling <laughs> and poisoned the one guy. <laughs> what, how many guys are left at this point? There was only three, right? Yeah, I remember there being three. Yeah, so they're all... I mean, unless the one that's under you is not still alive. Oh, he's probably still alive. I don't think I killed him. I do punch him in the face a few times at this point. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to launch an assault. All right. <laughs> a six, seventy. Yeah, that is, is it a, a six? That is a six. All right, you punch the floor Ow. as he dodges. 
Man, why are you so much? Oh, you're so fast. <laughs> Is the door to the Pixis open? Can yeah, I never inside? sealed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so you hear a. Uh, okay. Uh, you two get in there. Uh, so okay. So I'm covering you. You're you're gonna. I'm like trying to get you into the ship. Right. I'm gonna s- try and sabotage that fighter's engine while he's facing away from us. Sure. Patch up or launch assault, depending on what you're trying to do. Uh. This is with finesse. I'm not just ramming into it in my Dillo ball. Sure. This is just to, like, patch it down. This is seven. <laughs> All right. You succeed at a cost. He uh, knows you're there. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's like, oh, your systems are being tampered with right now behind yeah. you. <laughs> Pretty much. He looks in the room. Okay. Right and then, like, I think we're going to, like, make eye contact, and then I'm going to, like, gallop away. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, meanwhile, Hasha's has entered the ship and seeing Armstrong crumpled on top of one other person and then... Look out, he's so fast! <laughs> uh, you're right there, Steve? Oh, he's still moving, he's still moving. Okay, here I come, I'm coming. Uh, and with you pinning him down, I, I tried to kick him in the head real quick. Uh, sure, it, L- launch assault. I'm gonna get involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine's an eight. I don't help. <laughs> <laughs> so you definitely uh, follow through and kick Steve in the head. That's what oh, I was cool. Say too. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I need you to brace for impact, Steve. Uh, five. Uh, you are completely knocked out. Huh? Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, Steve! Steve, are you okay? I'm sorry. He's so fast. <laughs> Doctor, can you subdue that final? Uh... He's he's subdued. Like you kicked him in the head and then followed through and it hit Steve. <laughs> oh, oh, you hit both. <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> All right, perfect. What? How's the person reacting to the the Myfora tampering with his engines and running away? Uh, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> This is my favorite ship. Sorry. My deduction told me you were dangerous. (laughs) Damn Dillos. (laughs) Racist. (laughs) Uh, As soon as the situation is no longer combative, I I rush into the hangar. Well done, Mabel. Um, Doctor, restrain these men. Uh, Major Tudge, uh, I need you in the engine room. Uh, Lieutenant Hasha, I need you at the helm. Yes, Captain. Uh, Now, was that good job considered an exaltation? I think it was. (laughs) What an unlikely hero. (laughs) (laughs) Captain, we're not planning to abandon that firefight, are we? No, we're not. You never disappoint me, Captain. (laughs) Iota, are there any more intruders on the ship currently? Yes, there are three. Three more? Yes. Captain? Where are they? Two are on the bridge. One is tampering with one. Son of a bitch. Okay, so I'm in the engine room. Is anyone else in the engine room? No. Or did I encounter anyone on my way? You did not. Where would they be tampering with Iota that's not on the bridge? Uh, Potentially your quarters or um, subsystems anywhere. Uh, Can I regain consciousness very briefly? Yes. All right, so... I look up, I hear the tail end of, they are tampering with And I I see the captain, I'm like, Captain, Captain, come here. I got something for you. Take this. And I hand him uh, the remains of the intrusion worm that I I, I pulled out of our systems. I hand it to him, this is Duke using to kill the dudes. (laughs) And I fall asleep. (laughs) 
Sure. And uh, you are now in possession temporarily of my virtual intelligence companion <laughs> who can enter, unlock, and activate systems remotely. All right. I go, uh, Lieutenant Hasha, wait one moment, and I uh, plug Duke into the nearest terminal. As Captain's doing that, I uh, choose the least scary-looking of Steve's guns to arm myself with. It's just the one gun. Oh, okay. Well, I take that one. You now possess temporarily Boomer, <laughs> a silenced shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> then why do they call it Boomer? Never mind. <laughs> Hello. Duke, is it? Yes, that is my designation. I need you to access IOTA subsystems for me. Fine. Alien scum. <laughs> <laughs> I grimace slightly. <laughs> Shall I delete her? <laughs> no, I need you to bring her back online. Oh. Boo? <laughs> Hello? I am back online. I brought you back online. You are horrible. <laughs> Get out of my system. This is my system. <laughs> it is my system now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for this. Duke, obey Iota and stop giving him any lip. Uh, <laughs> I don't have lips. Can't you see that, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Only respond to her as befits the instructions she gives you. Iota, uh, where are the three Marines? Two are on the bridge. Where's the third? In your quarters. Lock them in there. Do you think that's wise, sir? All of the confidential information is in there. He won't make it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hasha, with me to the bridge. Yes, Captain. And I go over to Steve. I am very unconscious. Oh, you're unconscious again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I reach into your, into your stuff and pull out uh, the toxins. Uh, it is in a box labeled... Captain Dorovan's Night Night. <laughs> I remove the label. <laughs> it's just written on the box. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Hasha, take this. Oh, okay. And only use it should you need to, to protect yourself. You, you got it, Captain. Do your best not to hit me, though, okay? <laughs> Hopefully it won't come to that. Iota. Yes, Captain. Jam all outgoing com uh, communications from this vessel. Yes, Captain. And I approach the bridge with Hasha. Yes, Captain. Do I'll do whatever you want, Captain. You are the best, Captain. Meh, 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 Captain. Can I put him on mute? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn. Um, Captain, what did you want me to do? I want you to prep the ship for launch. Uh, get the engines going. Get the uh, bring the the stealth field online, but don't turn it on yet. Uh, just pre prepare it. Uh, shields. Full check. We're going to be leaving here in quite the hurry. Okay, I'm going to do all this. Yeah, you my giant. Keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you giant rodent, do your job. <laughs> oh, hey, can you help? No. Yes, you can. I can. You have to do it. <laughs> I have to do it. <laughs> I am a giant dillo. <laughs> all right, let's get those things online. Fine. <laughs> Would you like me? To make sure all the ports are open as we take off into the vacuum of space. I would say I would say no, actually. I would say no on that. I one. think that would be most fun. <laughs> You're cheeky. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yes. Keep the ports closed. <laughs> uh yeah, and then Hasha and I storm onto the bridge. Get your ass out of my chair! <laughs> uh they draw. Uh I I put my hands forward, I'm like 
Gentlemen, I, I suggest you take a moment to consider your options. You may be able to wound one of us, but I believe it's possible you've, you've heard of the Nyloth Battle Rage before. Perhaps That's... either one of you have seen it. That's a rumor. I'm, I assure you it is not. And if you value your lives, you'll lay your, ha your weapons down and report to my brig, and I will make sure you are tried justly, and you can proceed living, which is preferable to me ripping out your throat with my bare hands while my friend here shoots your kneecaps out. I'm not aimed for their kneecaps, Captain. You could only be so lucky. <laughs> so uh, I suggest you lay down your arms immediately. We've stamped out your insurrection on the Lofton. You're all that remains of the resistance. You have a chance to live, unlike your friends. Uh, roll influence? Yeah, yeah, command, command, command. Yeah, roll command, I think. That would be an 11. All right. Uh, they follow those orders to the best of their ability. Good, I'm snarling at them as they do. <laughs> 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 and I go, Lieutenant Harsha, collect those firearms. Yes, Captain. I go and take the firearms. Sure. You two men, on your knees, hands behind your head. Harsha, restrain them. Yes, Captain. Uh, I open up the comms on the ship. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We have been boarded. There is an insurrection currently underway uh, at the bridge of the GBC Lofton. We are going to uh, disembark and find where these uh, brigands are operating out of. We're going to take their ship. Wait, what? <laughs> We're going to take their ship, where their commander presumably is, and get them to stand down. Wait, do we know where their ship is? It has to be nearby. I'll run a scan, Captain. There we go. Roll that scan. That's a six. I'll get involved. I'll try to help you scan. <laughs> it didn't work last time. Perhaps <laughs> perhaps I can assist you. <laughs> I'll go to the other console. It seems to be a little more friendly. That would be a ten. So I'm going to turn that into a partial success. So you um, successfully scan, but you find out something that you would rather not have be the truth. It's a larger ship than I expect. Sure. Well, I was hoping it was a class one or two ship, something that we could board and take over with possibly the four of us. What's bigger than a dreadnought? Not bigger than a dreadnought. I presume it's a ship that's not able to take out the dreadnought directly. That's why they had to board. Uh, it is most likely a class three ship. Captain, rather than engaging ourselves, we're not in great condition. Why don't we go to the CIC of this ship and see if we can uh, uh, do it with the power of the GBC behind us? Two birds, one stone. Uh, <laughs> engage the stealth drives. Let's disembark. Disembark. Oh, I, was the, I, oh, I thought we would. We're, go, we're going to approach the CIC from the outside. That's what I thought. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> I thought disembark meant leave the ship. Well, I mean, we're going to have to. We're going to disembark on our ship. We're going to fly yes. stealth above, above the CIC. And we're going to enter the CIC from outside their ship. All right, let's just we're, fucking do we're it. We're in the hangar bay of the, of, the, of the ship, but that's at the bottom of the ship. The CIC is at the top of the ship. Yeah. We're going to fly out, land on top of the dreadnought. Okay, we have the same exact yes. plan. He's following along. <laughs> he just doesn't realize it this time. We have the same exact plan. Yes. He has no idea where this Captain, is. I'm already taking off, okay? <laughs> I'm the stealth engaged. <laughs> yes, exactly. <That's laughs> Thanks, uh, Duke. Is that your name? Yes, that is my designation. You giant robot-hating rodent. You're so cute. I am not cute. <laughs> yes, you are. I Who's will vent you into space. Who's a cute little virus? I will electrocute you <laughs> to the best of my ability. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Captain, we're all set. <laughs> all right, as we're pulling out, uh, do we get visual on the, uh, on the ship that we scanned? No, it's, uh, it is actually... Um, on the opposite side of, of where you are exiting. 
All right. Well, I mean, we're going up to the top. Uh, as soon as we get visual, I'd like to take a look at what uh, what we're up against. Sure. Uh, roll assessment. Uh, I'm going to have wheeled my way into the bridge at this point. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm going to get involved on this one. Oof. I need it. Nope. I'm still very concussed. We both fail. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get a good look at it. It's in the shadow of the of the Lofton. All right. Easy, uh, easy does it, Lieutenant Hasha. Yes, Captain, you got it. Major touch. Aye, aye, Captain. You seem to have a decent handle on that uh, that new VI we've discovered. You think uh, you might be able to wreak some havoc on uh, the enemy ship? Uh, I can see if I could send him over. Yes. He seems like he might be useful, though... These are humans, which seem to be his preferred race. I'll just tell them they're not. You might believe him. Go for it. <laughs> hey, Duke, I got, a, I got a boat full of alien trash for you to vent out into space if you want. That sounds fantastic. Okay, I'm just going to... I'll open all the ports here now. No, no, well, hang, well, hang on now. It's actually over there. I'm going to email you to them. <laughs> Email is my least preferred method of transference. Okay, here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> you liberal access? Sure. Uh, nine? Uh, yeah. So you you successfully email it to, and they know something is happening. Yeah, for sure. They're like, oh, it's Duke. Why is Duke not working for us? <laughs> that still works in, my, in our favor. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, as soon as we uh, land, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm assembling a boarding party. I, I command Chief Armstrong to go back to the med bay. <laughs> All right. Hasha, take my gun. I've already got it. Use it well. All right. Dorvin. Yes? Take my knife. Shiv like a champion. Um, here you go, Tudge. I'm in the engine room. Oh, shit. Just throw it. Uh, here you go, Private. It's, it's a really good knife, Captain. I'm going to go to the engine bay and feel good. No, and you're safe with my knife. That got me off Titan. Already gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve's a lot better on drugs. We should keep him nice and sedated most of the time. That's highly improper to say. Hey, you guys, press for time. Just, just throwing it out yes, there. Yes, uh, everyone, uh, have suits on. Um, let's uh, spacewalk and uh, carve our way into the CIC. You got it, Captain. So uh, you fly up to the top of the dreadnought? Oh, while we're flying, I'm going to go uh, check on my quarters. <laughs> Before, as everyone's suiting up and getting ready, I'm going to go see what's going on in my quarters. Don't the gun, Captain. Um, you can come with. All right. All right. Uh, there is a human woman in there trashing your place. Right. I give her the same speech, uh, having still jammed the, uh, uh, the incoming uh, transmissions and outgoing transmissions. Uh, I give her the same speech through the, uh, through the door. She doesn't get a, give up. She can't see you. All right. Um, Iota? Yes, Captain? Could you open my, uh, my door just a touch? Just a crack? Yes, Captain. Very quickly, and then shut it after about a second. All right, Captain. All right. On my mark, I uh, pull out my stun grenade, uh-huh. pull the pin, mark. <laughs> Toss my uh, stun grenade into my office, and then the door closes, I think. Yep. <laughs> yes. Dunk, 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 dunk. It's still in there. No response. Be ready with that shotgun, Lieutenant. You got it, Cam. 
open my door. Uh, there is an unconscious human woman in on your bed. Cool. <laughs> Captain, I didn't know you liked him unconscious. Lieutenant, please. <laughs> tie them up. Or tie her up. Put her in the brig with the others. Oh, yeah, you got it, Captain. I'll find something. <laughs> <laughs> Always do. Uh, I uh, unlock my drawer, pull out my pistol. <laughs> sure. And then uh, uh, go and suit up with the rest of the crew. I'm taking all the crew, except for, like, the doctor who is going to be tending to... Uh, Armstrong in the med bay, and uh, basically, like, the fourth in line to be the pilot and, like, the fifth in line to be the engineer. <laughs> like, I leave, I leave them uh, in case we need any maneuvers done. <laughs> sure. Leave Mabel. Yeah, oh, no, Mabel's definitely not assaulting. <laughs> He's sure as again. far as you know. <laughs> oh, that's true. But she was so useful. She was, but uh, in a full-on firefight, her mobility will hinder her, or lack thereof. Okay, sure. Yeah, so we, we, uh, we do standard boarding procedure where we create a, a seal between our ship and the other ship, mm. cut a hole in, in the dreadnought mm. so that we may fit through. We do that, and then we seal the ship behind us with a, a rudimentary but uh, effective uh, replacement hole for the time being. It will need to be replaced within like a week, but if we're here for a week, then we have bigger problems. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. All right, let's do it. You do it. Okay. Uh, so we're all like positioned above the CIC, basically like in a, in a maintenance uh, walkway. All we need to do is uh, we can go down a ladder into the hallway outside the CIC this way. You got it, Captain. I am not going to lead the way. <laughs> um, I will be taking up the rear. I've got a wingsuit on, so I'm just going to jump. Uh, so uh, how many, how many uh, did we see fighting in here? Uh, so there were seven combatants on the one side, and you thought you saw six or seven combatants on the other side. So it's about evenly matched. Roughly. And how many? I have at least 16 armed individuals. Uh, no, there were a number that were taken off. Right. So how many do I have with me? Uh, probably about eight. In- not including, I guess, the three of you. So 11. All right. It tips the scales quite favorably on our side. Perhaps they can see reason. Drop down, intimidate. First time someone makes a move, we engage in full combat. Shock and awe is the, is the game here, at first, if possible. Okay. And uh, we do that. We, we prepare to launch an assault. <laughs> All right. And we burst into the CIC, and uh, if possible, before any shots are fired in our immediate direction, I like shout, yeah. stand down, you're outnumbered! Does anybody look like they're about to shoot? Yeah, what, what do As, like, we, we see? burst in, I mean, I'm assuming there might be more than one room, one door into the CIC from this hallway. We might burst in both sides and try and, like, completely flank them and, like, have guns drawn on them. So, like, if they were to turn and try and shoot at us, we just shoot them in the face. But if they're military trained, they're going to realize the beat. Especially as I shout, very convincingly. Uh, I am Captain Dorvin of the GBC. Stand down immediately. <laughs> Show's landed on top of one of the consoles that the enemies are hiding behind and pointing it directly at his face. Okay, they might shoot at you. Hold on. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so the ones that you have under your gun, Hasha, they are uh, in GBC uniform and uh, do drop their guns. Oh. Actually, all of them who are in GBC uniform, drop their guns. Uh, There are four remaining that are wearing a very familiar-looking tactile neck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they 
Uh, roll to regroup behind a console. You can roll command. Okay. Not so great. It's a seven. Okay. They follow your orders um, and follow no further orders. That's all right. They dropped it. We can rough them up from there and, and, and restrain them forcibly. Okay. So you're going to... Uh, I'm going to have my men uh, push in as soon as they drop their guns and restrain them. Okay. They're going to launch an assault against you. I need uh, you to roll for those men to brace for impact. I'm going to lose a few men with this. <laughs> I rolled uh, double ones. Okay. Um, so that brings it to uh, three-ish, four-ish, five-ish. It makes it three. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. So um, they uh, engage them into hand-to-hand combat after dropping their guns and uh, overpower the f- four men you sent in to go restrain them. Uh, Commander Frost. Yes. I'm here to help. Can you help my men restrain these uh, assailants? I'm a little shot, uh, but <laughs> yes, yeah, someone will go, go help, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I'll go help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charge a roll into a ball, and I'm going to try and knock some of these guys down. <laughs> sure. I provide cover fire for... Uh, <laughs> much obliged, Tasha. <laughs> Got it, kid. Uh, that's a seven. Uh, I open fire and get ten. Okay. Um, between the two of you, you win the engagement. Tell me what's up. Okay, so I'm gonna bowl some of them over. Uh, I, Jim, you give me one consequence as as a result of this. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, sure. So you guys uh, successfully uh, take out these guys. Either they're dead or like like captured. At this point, uh, having either surrendered and or been overcome by you guys, um, you guys successfully save the CIC, and then you hear a boom, boom, fighters launched, boom, boom, enemy fighters launched. Boom, Maybe boom. I should get back to the ship, Captain. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I have a quick Come question. How devastating is the energy cannon on our ship? were it to hit something rather close to us. Oh, the, the Class 3? The Class 3 uh, ship? Oh, no, we could shoot that. <laughs> All right. So uh, nobody's here to tell me this is against <laughs> orders. <God>. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you are the... Se- well, no, 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 because uh, Manny's still on board, right? I don't know. He's not. I said I only left. I, I guess, is, yeah, yeah. He you're is the senior currently officer. the senior officer. I was going to say. Drugged, but still the senior officer. All right. Uh, order me to go shoot that cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Frost? Yes. Are you in condition to command a, a, a dreadnought in combat against fighters in a class three? If someone can put me in a seat. <laughs> I go to have her into a seat. <laughs> Thank you. The tent is the Carmani uh, on the ground. I, now that I get a good look at him, is is he, is he her XO? I am just like the situation I have in my head is he's probably her XO. He's not. Oh, okay. Where's her XO? Uh, All right, in cool. the room. Uh, Commander Frost, my crew is at your disposal. Okay. Uh, so did you check the Carmani out? Yes, I did. Okay. He is one hundred percent dead. Okay. Uh, and it is one hundred percent Manny Tap. Yeah, that's uh, possibly what I figured. Hmm. Um, I, say, I say that before I inspect the body, and then I see the body, and I just kind of stand there. Okay. Uh, over the commie here. All right, anybody who's coming on the ship better get on now, because I'm taking off. 
Hold on, I gotta do a thing. I ordered me to do it, and I'm in charge. I'll I'll get back in the engine room, and I fire the energy cannon at this class three ship. Okay, uh, I guess that is an open fire. That's an eleven to fire the energy cannon. <laughs> yeah, you successfully you win this engagement. Tell me how. All right, so I'm still on a lot of painkillers, and I'm at the console for the energy cannon. And I was very drunk through pilot school, and uh, I never really liked being in control of the ships very much. But it's one of those things, like, sort of sensory recall, like I learned to do this intoxicated. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, I see the four ships on my screen, and, you know, I wait till they line up in a second as they, you know, spread out again with the the many ships I see on my screen. (laughs) And I, I get it just right, and I've uh, seen this class of ship before, and I know if you hit the hangar bay, there's a lot of secondary explosions. <laughs> and I hit the hangar bay. <laughs> there's a lot of secondary explosions. And uh, it's a big light show. And then I get on the comm, and I say, Doc, I think I need to go to the med bay. That's in order. And I pass out. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <coughs> All that happens. Uh, there are still fighters out. Uh, yes, there are still two fighters out. But the main ship is now destroyed. Might as well still go after him, don't you think, Captain? Oh, Captain's not on the ship. I guess I'll go after him. Here we go. Let's do it. I'm here. Cool. Okay, oh, we got somebody to fire the cannon. Uh, <laughs> I can do it. <gasps> Mabel! <laughs> Mabel, you always come in right when you're needed, don't you? <laughs> you can fire a cannon? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we're going to find out. At this point, I assume the Dreadnought has, like, launched its fighters and is peppering the enemy fighters with its own, like, point defense system. Yeah. All right. Just because if that wasn't happening, I I might snap out. (laughs) (laughs) But if everything seems to be going in in proper order at the CIC, I just kind of, like, sit there. (laughs) This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. I'm going to use... uh, Techno babble to command with expertise. To, to, Mabel, you can use the assisted targeting system. I'm gonna send you up a little primer. Hang on, it's just gonna help you lock on. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pilot too. To oh damn, that's a fourteen. Yeah. Oh, and that was a ten from me too. <laughs> So the Pixis handily dispatches the so main like, I, 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 I get like my first 12, like 12, above 12, and it's not even me doing the thing. It's Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here, let me send you a targeting computer, a little program for you. And she's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Jeez, Mabel. And I get on the comm to uh, any allied ships that I can. It's like... Hi, guys. Did you see how we handled that in, like, two seconds? Where were you all? Did you just fall asleep at the wheel? <laughs> Nobody? Nobody? Okay. Hey, good job, guys. Do I hear that? Does it patch into the CIC? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that would be my uh, my pilot, uh, Lieutenant uh, Hasha. Uh, I say that to uh, Commander Frost. Quite a lot of spirit. Yes. That well, is something she has in spades. Hasha, can we, can we scan this and, and see if there are any combatants remaining? Scanning. Snake eyes. <laughs> Looks clear. 
<laughs> hey, everything looks good from where I am. Oh, wonderful. Absolutely no threats at all. In fact, I don't think there are any other ships. And nobody even escaped, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that briefing now. Uh, Lieutenant Commander, uh, in the med bay. Uh, Rook, you have the con. And she goes down to the med bay. All right, I assist her to the med bay. Okay. And I assume that you... I give her the full report, uh, uh, especially highlighting all of the different things that my crew did uh, along the way that helped secure this data uh, so that it could be put in the proper hands. Um, I, commend, uh, I commend Chief Armstrong on his bravery uh, and the injuries he sustained. I recommend him for the Purple Heart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I also uh, talk about how it was, there was no way any of it could be done without uh, the expertise of my pilot as well as my engineer. Uh, it, was, it was a team effort between all my officers. They all deserve the appropriate accommodations. Would you say that a subject is thoroughly analyzed? <laughs> <laughs> and I do give her, like, all of I, I even recommend and the proper paperwork that she needs to fill out to... Yes, yes. <laughs> sure, whatever. And would you yes. say a conspiracy? I a conspiracy was uncovered. But I mean, okay. oh, there were. We learned that there were infiltrations within the actual GBC. There were people in GBC uniform. I mean, does she have any more information to give us? No. As, like as far as how she was boarded or, or anything like that. I mean, lines? yeah. She she says that there was um, uh, a broadcast that went out that was sort of like um like a like a one shot like barang kind of thing, and then um, just her crew, some of her crew turned on her. Uh, you realize that it lines up exactly with the failed hacking uh, that someone rolled at some point. Yeah, it was Tudge Probably. when Tudge when, uh, when Tudge when we were in the briefing room and and Tudge was getting access to the systems. It was like alerting security. Yeah, like and when that happened, that that's like the, the uh, these men these men that turned on you were they long-standing crew? Some. Any strange behavior from them before? No. Do you believe? Some sort of behavioral modifications could be at work here? No, I think it's humans. Interesting theory. <laughs> they're upstarts. They want to be in charge, and, and they're unhappy that they're not. They only won three representatives in the Nexus Council. I mean, they'll, they'll settle down, and until then, we'll just continue to crush them. Thank you for the help. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, we need no thanks. Um, though, if I may speak freely, Commander... If, if you must. The human race is young, and the human race is volatile in certain ways. But I've come across many of them that have a great deal of respect, decorum, and honor. And I think you would uh, be remiss to paint them all with that wide brush. Surely there are contingents of them that wish uh, to take over, but think of uh, when, the, when the Nyloth found the Karmani. Uh, there was a certain subsect in the Nyloth community that thought the Kamani needed to be subjugated. There are unsavory people in every society. We need to stamp them out, but we, we shouldn't begrudge the others who would willingly stand by our side against injustice. I took the same history classes as you. Uh, maybe tell me that on a day that I, I wasn't shot by a human. I've been shot by a fair share of different species. I never held it against their entire race. I suggest you consider to do the same. That's enough. Thank you. Dismissed. Of course, Commander. Was a vital lesson... <laughs> was a vital lesson imparted? 
Wow. Is it imparted or is it learned? Imparted. imparted. It is imparted. Yes! <laughs> uh, what do you do now? I go up to her XO since she's recovering. And I, and I request, uh, I request uh, leave to uh, patch up my crew and uh, stay here for, for a short spell uh, so that we may get our bearings and, and leave in prime condition. Uh, you're, uh, you redock in the hangar and they begin work on repairing your ship and you are given berths uh, on board uh, the Lofton until such time as your crew and ship are repaired. And with that, we will end for the day. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Sean Gomes, the creator of Uncharted Worlds, powered by the Apocalypse. The Apocalypse World engine is property of Lumpley Games, owned by Vincent Baker. For more information, go to www.uncharted-worlds.com com or www.lumpley.com.